Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Over the Line, Monday edition. That's right, back with a brand new week, so glad you are here, as well as everyone else you brought with you. So glad to see them too, even the weird family members. Uh, It's Monday, but that's okay, that's okay. You got to deal with, I I was thinking about this today, and I'm like, you know, I... When you do Uber and Lyft, you tend to say a lot of the same things over and over to people just as kind of like small talk, casual conversation. And so every Monday, it's like this gimmick where you're like, oh, yeah, another Monday. And I got to thinking about it. I'm like, what's wrong with Monday? What is wrong with Monday? You do it once a week. You survive every time. So what's the problem? The only difference is on Monday is... You're coming back to work from a weekend. Why don't you be grateful for the weekend? Spend your Monday reflecting on your weekend and how great it was. And use that time to think forward of the next weekend that you've got coming up. Look at me. Y'all didn't know I could be so inspirational, did you? How about that? Topic tonight is very near and dear to my heart. It's something... Uh, that I don't always have the opportunity to talk about, but it's a, a, a topic that I'm very passionate about, especially during a a time of uh, escalated tensions, as we're seeing right now, and that is the conflict going on between Israel and Palestine, uh, mainly on the Gaza Strip and the Israeli people, the Jewish people, and Arab people in Israel being under fire from terrorist scumbags. Before we get into that, y'all know the drill. Vapor Forge out on 280. They want you to come see them and make sure you tell them where or who sent you. And that is Andrew McLean from Over the Line. Check them out. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham. 205-874-9010 is their number. 874-9010. Right next to Bailey Brothers. They got your, your vape juice, your Delta 8 stuff, your CBD stuff, your, your vape devices. If you're a new vapor, they got everything you need, and they're going to absolutely hook you up. So don't sleep on Vapor Forge. That's what the kids say. Don't sleep on them. Go visit Vapor Forge because they are the people that make this show happen. Y'all think I make it happen? Y'all think Trish makes it happen? We kind of do. But Vapor Forge, is, uh, they play a big role and making sure you're getting these shows each and every day uh, during the week. Also, don't forget about Patreon. I'm not going to hammer you guys with Patreon. I just want to remind you that is a way to donate to the show. So go to patreon.com slash Andrew McLean who, and there's options for you to do what you want to do as far as uh, sponsoring and, and donating to the show. Keep this thing going. We're going to take all that money and put it right back into the show. So what we're seeing in Israel is a travesty that could have been prevented. And I want to put context to could have been prevented. The escalation that we see right now could have, in fact, been prevented. And it was being prevented under the previous administration. It had escalated under the administration before that. But during the term of Donald J. Trump, We have made great strides in calming tensions in the Middle East, in that part of the world. I won't go into it, but you recall the Abraham Accords. Donald Trump, the crazy wacko orange man, was somehow able 
to bring some sort of semblance of peace to the Middle East and to that region in particular, yet he was demonized, which tells you something about the people that are against that man. But that's neither here nor there. I want to, for the sake of, of geographical context, I, I want to make sure we all understand uh, what we're looking at when we're talking about that part of the world. So those of you on YouTube, you can see this. If not, if you're listening to the audio, you can go over to youtube.com slash over the line and see this for yourself. But here is a map of this part of the world. And let me zoom in here. I'm trying to, I don't have a mouse. I'm having to use a stupid touchpad, so I don't know how well this is going to work. But you see here, this is Israel, all right? Um, that looks pretty small, and the reason for that is Israel is very small. Oh, my God. Is it going to let me zoom in? Israel is the size, approximately the size of New Jersey or a small state in the U.S. like that. The entire country of Israel is the size of New Jersey. And if you look at this map, you see the ginormous countries that are surrounding Israel, such as Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, there's Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, all these countries surround Israel. And all of these countries contain people that have sworn to kill the people of Israel that have sworn to wipe Israel off the map and have sworn to never recognize Israel's right to exist. These are the people you're, Israel is are surrounded by. In case you're wondering why the U.S. feels the need to defend Israel, that is in fact why. So let's get a little more in depth. If you look here, you move into Israel, you've got very notable places like the West Bank in Jerusalem for you Christians, you know all about that stuff. And you move in and you get to the name you've been hearing over and over and over in the news. And that is the Gaza Strip, which is right here. You see it, Gaza. This, this is the Gaza Strip. Now, why is the Gaza Strip so important? Well, that is where these rockets are being fired from on Israel. That's where Hamas a.k.a. the Palestinian people, have taken a stronghold to make a base to fire those rockets. When you see Israel using the Iron Dome to block these missiles to keep their people from being absolutely slaughtered, all of it's coming from that little strip right there on the coast where it says Gaza. Every bit of it's coming from there. And... I, I feel like if more people would, in fact, look at a map and kind of get an understanding of where all this is happening, where things are coming from, and really the, the size of Israel, it would make a lot more sense to people instead of just taking the, the, the mainstream media's word at what's actually happening. Again, if you're watching YouTube, you can see video footage here of the Iron Dome in Israel. Now, let me explain how this works. As these rockets are being fired upon Israel, they have a, an enormous weapon system that fires off thousands and thousands of rockets at a time that then meet the Hamas rockets, the rockets coming from the Gaza Strip in midair and blows them up before they can make it to the ground to kill Israelis or the people of Israel. 
that is a very important tool for Israel, and it is what has saved thousands and even millions of lives over the years. If Israel did not have the Iron Dome, their people would have been absolutely obliterated at this point. There is no question about it. Now let's go back to kind of get an idea of where all this started. How did we get to this point in history where Israel is in such uh, uh, under such attack? And you can go back, as I noted at the beginning, all the way back to the Obama administration with the JCPOA, the Iran nuclear deal. In 2015, when we and others, the international community, removed sanctions from Iran, money poured into Iran. Obama is president. The Obama administration is running the show. They team up with other Israeli haters across the country and decide that they want to give Iran a second chance. We want to bring them into this deal that prevents them from developing a nuclear weapon. We want to, we've got this fantastic idea. We'll just get them to sign this deal. And in exchange, we'll lift all the sanctions they have on them. And we'll also maybe slip them a pallet of $1.8 billion that, you know, probably was theirs in the first place. So, you know, whatever. With no regard for the known fact that Iran is the number one state sponsor of terrorism across the globe. If there is terrorism happening across this country and across the entire world, it was funded, at least financially, by Iran. That's why the pallet of money in the middle of the night that was obviously trying to be hidden was so very important. When the sanctions were lifted, it allowed money to pour into Iran. Money that literally midgets the pallet of cash given to Iran by Obama. That came. That money came in, in, in the form of their ability to sell oil all over the world. And I'm talking hundreds of billions of dollars worth of oil. 2.8 million barrels of oil per day that they were now, in 2015, able to sell to the world, to put on the world market. They had been restricted because of sanctions, but now that they've signed this this Iran nuclear deal, or once it was presented to them, it was a no-brainer. It was a no-brainer they were because they're going to make tons of money, and then, you know, as far as the nuclear weapon, whatever, you know, we'll just bend the rules or make it while they're not looking. Trump then comes in, in 2016, he says this Iran nuclear deal, it's, it's dangerous. It's allowing money to be dumped into Iran that is then dumped into uh, um, terrorist organizations. And it's also making countries reliant on Iran because of their oil. So he comes in, he does the opposite, puts the sanctions back on Iran causing them to only be able to sell a few hundred thousand barrels of oil. So where they were selling 2.8 million barrels of oil a day, that shrunk down to a few hundred thousand barrels of oil. A very small fraction of what they once could do. 
a very small fraction of the money that they were able to make. It literally starves Iran of making $150 million a day. $150 million per day that Iran could no longer collect because we, as the greatest country in the world and really the protector of everybody else, said, no, no, it's not going to happen. You're not going to be making this money if you're going to continue to fund terrorism. $150 million a day per month. That's $4.5 billion a month. $4.5 billion. Guess how much that is per year? Anybody know? Y'all got your calculator out? $50 billion per year. Just on the oil. Now, imagine terrorist organizations having a budget of $50 billion per year. You worried about Iran having a nuclear weapon. What's going to happen when the hundreds of, 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 of factions of Hamas and ISIS and Al-Qaeda have their own personal nuclear weapons? What do you think is going to happen then? So they use that money to fund their war machines in places like Syria, like Iraq, like Lebanon, like Yemen, the countries that you saw surrounding the state of Israel. And here we are, back again. You've got Joe Biden talking about rejoining this very deal, okay? Everything I just told you is 100% accurate about the Iran nuclear deal. There is not much in there that prevents Iran from making a nuclear weapon. But what we know for a fact, that it gives Iran billions and billions and billions of dollars that we know for a fact will go to terrorist organizations. That's what they're doing on the Gaza Strip. They're on the Gaza Strip with Palestinians, aka terrorist organizations that aren't funded by Iran firing rockets at Israel. Now, why would Iran do that? What's, what's their interest in that? The Iranian leadership, the Ayatollah, the rest of these dirty, stinking, scumbag terrorists that run that country have pledged not just death to Israel, but death to America. Just do a quick YouTube search and just type in Iranian parliament chanting death to America. It would be the equivalent of a a joint session of Congress at the U.S. Capitol. And everyone, Republicans and Democrats, standing up and chanting death to Mexico, death to Canada, over and over for 30 minutes straight. That'd be pretty shocking, right? Okay, well, there's people actually doing that and wanting to wipe Israel off the face of the earth and wipe Israel off the face of the earth. That's not that's not a joke in, in any way, shape, or form. That is 100% accurate and i know you're thinking to yourself well andrew when i watch the news or when i hear people talk about it that's not the way they make it sound they make it sound like israel is the instigators and they're just killing innocent palestinians and and, women and children and get to that in a moment so what's the goal what is what is the goal of all this well you've got to look at the bottom line now the bottom line is 
that the agreement with the Iran nuclear deal is going to prevent Iran from making a nuclear bomb. An Iranian nuclear bomb doesn't affect anybody more than it affects Israel. Israel is 100% against the Iran nuclear deal. Now, I'm not a professor. I'm not a... I don't have a master's degree on uh, Middle East social studies or even, you know, world history. But common sense tells me that if the people that are most likely to be obliterated by Iran having a nuclear deal, if there was a deal that was going to prevent them from doing so, the first people to be for it would be Israel. Israel would be, please, 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 let's get this deal started back because if we don't, they're going to have a nuclear weapon and the Iron Dome's not going to be able to stop it. It's going to be one bomb in this little country the size of the state of New Jersey is just off the map. Everybody dead with nothing left. So why? Why is Israel so against it? Because it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But then you look at the situation itself and you're like, well, what's, what's the goal here? Israel has the power to completely wipe the Palestinians and Hamas off the map. They have the power to go to the Gaza Strip, carpet bomb the doubt of it, and just wipe everything out and say, all right, Gaza Strip's free and clear. No more missiles, at least for now, until more people come in, are done for. They could commit to attacks to go out and just wipe out Hamas completely. But they don't do it. Now, in 2005, Israel actually pulled military forces out of Gaza. Okay? This is another important of the, the history of this. And this is all recent history. This is not like deep 1940s or 1800s history. In 2005, Israel had complete control of the Gaza Strip. It was well known that the Palestinians, the Iranian government, the, the terrorist order, that the, the Palestinians wanted the Gaza Strip. They really wanted a bigger portion of that. And the Israeli government said, well, in exchange for peace, because this is not what we want. We don't want this conflict. We want peace. We want our people to be able to live freely within the borders of this country. We'll give you the Gaza Strip. You can have it. The Gaza Strip is yours. We'll allow you to have your settlements and whatever. They went as far as to pull out their military forces. They pulled out all of their settlements out of the Gaza Strip. They even removed Jewish and Israeli people's burial sites from the Gaza Strip and said, y'all can have it. Handed that land to Palestine. Hamas then takes over and uses the Gaza Strip as a site to continue to attack Israel. That attack, obviously, backed by Iran. This is not a complicated issue. It's not complicated at all. You've got two sides to this. One side wants peace 
the other side wants death and destruction. If Israel decided tomorrow, or if Hamas decided tomorrow, if Palestine decided tomorrow, they want to lay down their guns and they want to fight no more. There would be peace across the land. If Israel decided tomorrow they want to lay down their arms and call for peace and they're going to fight no more, there would be bloodshed. Israeli blood covering that land. That's an argument no one can dispute. And it's as simple as that. One side wants peace. The other side wants death and destruction. There's nothing else to be said about it. So you ask yourself, well, Andrew, why does the media keep trying to make Israel look like the bad guy in this situation? Why, why do they hate Israel so much? We have legitimate terrorists that have infiltrated our government. And they don't just come in the form of Syrian refugees or Muslims. They come in the form of bartenders from New York. They come in the form of socialist Jewish people like Bernie Sanders. They come in all shapes and forms. From the radical left, they want to side with the terrorists. It's exactly what Barack Obama did. Right now, Barack Obama may look like a moderate to us with everything we got going on. But even Obama sided with Iran. John Kerry, during the Trump administration, was holding secret meetings with the Iranian government. Trying to cook up some plan to get back into the Iran nuclear deal. The Democrats are evil and they're radical. They don't just control their party and control Congress and control the White House. They control the media. They control the mind control that controls so many people in this country. Take this for instance. All right. We're going to go to Google here. Let's go to Google and let's type in who owns the Gaza strip okay now the answer to that before we pull this up the answer to that is the palestinians own the gaza strip israel handed that over in exchange for peace that they never received they handed it over to make everybody happy they said you can have the land we still got to use the airspace and all that but as far as the land itself it's yours have at it. Do what you want to do. So Google says Israel maintains direct external control over Gaza and indirect control over life within Gaza. Now, Israel maintains direct external control over Gaza. Who says that? That would be like saying Canada has external control over the U.S. Well, of course they do. They're outside. They control what's north of the U.S. with the exception of Alaska. They do that because they want to play mind games with the American public. They want to be able to say, hey, what we said was technically true. It's not our fault. You misunderstood it. They're painting a picture. 
They're constantly painting a picture of a reality that does not exist. These people are evil. Absolutely evil people. Remember how up in arms everybody used to get about Trump is rubbing our allies the wrong way. He's making our allies mad. Countries are laughing at us. Israel is our biggest ally. Why is it not important that we're on their good side? Yeah, Joe Biden's come out over the past couple days and he's like, oh, yo, we support Israel. We'll always have Israel's back. Well, what are you doing to shell for it? Absolutely nothing. You're doing nothing. If you're Benjamin Netanyahu, if you're the government and the people of Israel, it's nice to hear that Joe Biden says we got your back. But what has he done to show you that he's got your back? You can talk and run your mouth all day, but when missiles are being fired day and night, hundreds and thousands of missiles being fired at your people, what good's all that talking do? Does absolutely no good. We, as the United States of America, should stand up, look our government in the face, and say we demand security for Israel. We demand 100% preference to the state of Israel over a terrorist group like Hamas. We 100% demand preference over Israel than we do Palestine. One side wants peace. The other side, death and destruction. That's all it is. That's it for this edition of Over the Line. Hope you learned something today. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow. And by the way, if you are on Patreon, there is now exclusive content on there that you can go see videos that were posted behind the scenes. You can only see it if you're a Patreon member. So make sure you go and check that out. Patreon.com slash Andrew McLean Who. And until next time, see you cool.